Hello, everyone. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. I hope that you enjoyed the chakra series as much as I have enjoyed recording it with Brooke and sharing every moment of it with you. Here we arrive on our seventh of our main chakras. This is the Sahasrara, the connection with higher power, divine, source, universe, love, however you want to call it, the God of your own understanding. Before we get into the show, I just have a few announcements for you. I still have some spots in my 200-hour and 300-hour yoga teacher training for Shanti Yoga Training School. We have a start day of September 14th in Covington, as well as October 19th. And if you're interested, there's an application, and I can also send you a info session via Zoom video. It's about an hour, and I cover quite a lot. And also, there will be a new training start day in Bay St. Louis at Loft Yoga on November 16th. And as well, this one, I can send you the webinar video and the application. So if you're interested, you email natalie at lifeonearthpodcast.com, and I will get back to you with this. If you live in Durango or Colorado, anywhere nearby there, I will be doing a workshop at Durango Yoga on October 5th. And this workshop is to promote much of the message in my book, Living Life in Light, which is about to come out very soon. We will include on the show notes where you can get on the wait list for the book. And I will have lots of bonuses and lots of gifts for anyone wanting to sign up for the wait list. And you'll be the first one to inform when Living Life in Light is coming out. Very proud of this work. It looks really great. So yeah, Durango Yoga on October 5th for a workshop in Colorado. Check it out. I'll include some of that information on the show notes as well as you can go to nataliecra.com and if you click on work with me underneath that tab, you'll see workshops and it will show you all the many workshops that I am offering in 2019 and this fall. And if you go to shantiyogatrainingschool.com, you can see all of the training school and continuing education that we offer, which is quite a lot. So I just invite you all to go there. For the online courses, I do have a Chakra online course that I'm about to launch very soon in probably the next five days. This course is quite cool. I really am proud of it as well. So go to lifeonearth.com and you will see Hopefully very soon, maybe you'll already be there, but either way, you can see it, all the courses that we offer. If you like this podcast, rate, give us an awesome review, and subscribe to the show, share it with your friends or anyone who you can bring more light into their life, and that way we can all spread love, spread life, and raise the vibration of planet Earth. So enjoy the Sahasrara the crown chakra. Enjoy Brooke. And um, I hope to see you guys very soon someplace and somewhere on the planet. Welcome to Life on Earth, the peace project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. 
join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace, and global equality, one earthling at a time. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. I'm Brooke. I'm Natalie. And I am the creator of Soulful Grows and Soulful Yoga. And I am the creator of Shanti Yoga Training School and Light Code Coaching. Today we're going to talk about the chakras. Hi, hi everyone. Life on Earth podcast. How are you today? Hope everyone's doing amazing. Thank you for following us in the chakra series. I'm here with the beloved Brooke Badwell. Hi, Brooke. Hello. My (laughs) (laughs) co-host. Chakra number seven. Okay, everyone. So I really hope that you have gone back or if you haven't, definitely you can listen to this episode. Then when you have some more time, go back and listen to episode, the first one on the chakra series, first chakra, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. And then finally, we conclude the rainbow bridge with divine light, the connection between heaven and earth the Sahashara, the Lotus of a Thousand Petals. The Lotus of a Thousand Petals is your Lotus. This Lotus Flowers is unique to you. We each have an individual Lotus Flower. This is the essence of who we are, the connection between heaven and earth. This is your Lotus Flower. So a really great visualization and meditation is to one day Come into a quiet space, close your eyes, connect with your heart space, take a few deep breaths and begin to imagine your lotus flower. How does it look? How does it feel? What colors do you see? Is there a specific pattern? Is it shiny? Is it glowy? Is it bright? Is it dim? And with the understanding that the lotus flower is continuously and forever evolving, changing shapes forms it continues to grow just as you do we are this flower that is always growing and that's the beauty of the sahashara this is the chakra the vortex of energy that it's forever there there's no beginning and no end is the only chakra that even in this incarnation in this life form of what you are and you understand at the moment as is right now the developmental stages is forever. It begins the understanding of the spirituality of eternity of divine. For some of us, really, I mean, it says here um, early adulthood and teenagers, but I've also heard that, you know, especially when you're talking about the indigo childs and the crystal children, it really from a very early age, even before, and when they really understand that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, you know. And the development decision is forever. It continues the entire life. You can always learn more. You can always be more. You can always do more. You can always change who you are. You can always evolve. So evolution. There is no birth. Birth is a continuation of something that has always existed the essence of who you are. In yoga, we call that the purusha. And there is no death. Death is a transition. 
to other planes of existence, a passage. So we are that light, and what is that light, that unique light that resides within each and every one of us? This is the pure essence of who you are. The Sahasra teaches us to connect with that essence. It is a tool because it's available to us each and every day, just like the third eye intuition is available, just like the heart space is available, the communication and so on. So is this magnificent jewel of the crown chakra, the lotus of a thousand petals. This is when you um, sit and you say, guide me, source, higher power, love, universe, God, whatever you want to call it, right? Divine light, it's that unique essence that comes through, divine through line, and that it comes through to you, that you get these messages. And then from there, right, we can continue in our path in this earth plane. So a lot of inspiration, the element is thought, purpose is understanding. Some of the issues of this chakra could be transcendence, belief systems, higher power, divinity, union, visions. So I want to speak on belief systems and higher power for a moment. How could this be an issue? Belief systems are... It's like when we are placed in a box, right? This is right, this is wrong. Two plus two equals four. Somebody told us something we believed along the way, or we were told to believe, or we were forced to believe. This political party is good. This political party is bad. This food is good. This food is bad. Which is why this practice is a practice of inquiry. So what we're asking ourselves here is we're really embracing this inquiry. Is this true? It asks of you, it asks of me to inquire at each and every moment. Is this information true? Or does this information resonate with my heart? It's good to eat meat. It's not good to... So you have to see for yourself, right, how this person is good, this person is bad. Those are belief systems. Many of us have been raised in families with many belief systems. Not to say that those are right or wrong, right? They just are. So the question here in the Sahasra is, but are they right for you? at this present moment, because the present moment is all we have and we're always in the present moment. So any situation, we can evaluate it over and over again and see what resonated with me five years ago may not be what resonates with me today. Now I am with an understanding that what might resonate with me in five years from now may not be what is resonating with me today, at this moment. My trainings, as an example, are always evolving. My yoga teacher trainings and really any offering that I have. So the other day I had a student that said, I signed up for training with you 10 months ago or something, or maybe even seven months ago. And what I've noticed is that the material is always evolving and changing. And I said, absolutely. 
And I, I'm not particularly sure if she said that as a compliment or as a, maybe she was a little apprehensive of like not knowing all the time. And the material, my answer to that is, of course, is evolving and of course is always changing and it will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. Because I understand that I am, as a yogi and as somebody who wants to live this lifestyle, I am in the flow. I am in the flow of energies, of that what is coming in and out of my vortexes, my energy vortexes, my chakras, as well as planetary evolution. There's a conscious collective, there's a solo collective. So it's a dance, right? Just like as the surfer rides the waves, the yogi rides the breath and the energies that come in and out of our spheres, our energy bubbles and our chakras and planetary chakras as well, evolutionary chakras. And so I don't know how this information is going to feel in two months from then and two months. So there's always a base and a fundamental, of course, an anchor in the material I offer to my trainings and my workshops. With that said, there is no other way than to allow it to evolve because I could not be authentic and true to myself and to others unless I am really present in the moment. So when I'm present in the moment, that means I'm going to be reevaluating my content continuously. That's probably never going to end. You know, that I mean, I know that everybody works differently. I'm just sharing how I work and I think this has a lot to do with this Sahasrara chakra. Because it really is this, again, thought information. Thoughts are vibrations with information, by the way. Think about it like that. Vibration. Yeah. yeah, vibration with information. So that's like what it's coming in and out of your energy field. In and out. And the other one that I wanted to mention with perhaps an issue, because higher power is so important for this chakra, right? And it can be actually a form of healing. But it can also become an issue. So a very simple way for me to put this to you is think about all the religions, religious wars that we have on planet Earth. Right? So my God, your God, my God says this. Think about how many people, how many humans have died in the name of war and animals too, all animals. This is from interpretations of what God is, you know. So this is what it means when it says that this can become an issue. Yeah. Yeah, it can. So anything that's uh, too dogmatic, too radical, the belief systems are too structured and there's no, no room to evolve, no space for transformation, for evolution, then we might risk coming into a place of too rigidity and dogmatic, which many times does not lead to great things. No, no, no. no. Yeah. So we have to be mindful of that as we continue this journey. The color is violet. The color can also be white. 
So my understanding is that it's violet and then it becomes white. White encompasses all colors and white is that bright divine light that comes from the heavens and really kind of shines all around your whole body, mind, spirit, your system. It embraces all colors. That is the completion, the totality of all the chakras coming together as one. Brooke, what is the identity? Universal. And orientation? Is self-knowledge. The demon? Attachment. Developmental stages? Early adulthood and after. And indigo and crystal children before. Developmental tasks? Assimilation of knowledge and development of wisdom. Basic rights. To know and to learn. Balanced characteristics. Ability to perceive, analyze, and assimilate information. Intelligent, thoughtful, and being aware. Being open-minded and able to question. It's a huge one. Yes, huge one. Spiritually connected. Wisdom and mastery and broad understanding. I think that the one you said it's huge, able to question, uh, yeah. is huge. It's It ties into what we were saying. How, yeah, with the belief um, system. Yeah, belief system and higher power can become an issue. And maybe a way that we can make it not become an issue is if we are able to question and to right. come into a place and a space of inquiry. And that's how to become open-minded, too, like practice open-mindedness, just questioning things. And how does, is this real? Does this serve me? Just because it served me 10 years ago, does this serve me today? You know, Um, Mm -hmm. some of the traumas or abuses, I'll read some of these. It could be withheld information, education, that thwarns curiosity, a forced religion, Invalidation of one's beliefs, blind obedience, no right to question or think for oneself, misinformation, lies, spiritual abuse. What are the deficiencies, Brooke? Spiritual cynicism, learning difficulties, rigid belief systems, and excess in lower chakras. With materialism, greed, and domination of others. Excesses over intellectualization. Spiritual addiction, confusion, and disassociation from body. Yeah, this is really, um, I don't remember if I spoke of it on uh, perhaps the last episode, um, when we can become too flighty too much in our upper chakras, you know, then it's really, uh, we can create a disassociation with our body. And remember that these chakras, these energy vortices, they don't stand alone. They function in conjunction with one another. We are human beings. We may be spiritual beings and we are spiritual beings having a human experience and we are human beings as well. So we are in this human body We have a body, right? It's very first, second, third chakra oriented. So it's important to not become disassociated with our bodies. And if we do, then perhaps we went a little too far. And so as an excess, this invites us to reevaluate and to bring ourselves, maybe perhaps create some practices 
that we can feel our bodies. We can come back to our bodies, come back to ourselves. What are some of the physical malfunctions that it might create? A coma, migraines, brain tumors, amnesia, and cognitive delusions. Yeah, some of the maybe I'll read uh, some of the healing practices. I'll do half of them, and you can do the others. Okay. So some of the healing practices are reestablishing physical, emotional connection. That's if you have an excess of the crown chakra. If you're feeling too flighty, like we were saying, too a little bit, too, you need to be more grounded then do some physical practices, even going to the gym, you know, going to the gym, riding your bike, running, walking, yoga, any physical form of even physical activity will bring you down, will bring you down and will connect you. Reestablishing spirit connection. So if you are feeling like you're too earthbound, too earth plane, if you're feeling like too rigid, that you, you know, don't believe in anything, that you feel like it's really hard for you to connect with these kinds of ideas or meditation or you just don't feel the spirituality, then um, reestablish spirit connection. Find something to believe in. Find spirituality. Find a group like the 12 Steps program or many other support groups that will give you some guidelines and it will really help you and assist you connect with spirituality. That's a beautiful thing. Learning and studying spiritual discipline. Meditation and psychotherapy, including examination of your belief systems, developing an inner witness, and work with a higher power. And I mean, you know, you guys like higher power, whatever that means to you. Some people like to call it universe. Some people like to call it God. Some people like to call Mm -hmm. it higher self. Some people like to call it love. It is the God of your own understanding. But find that connection. Mm -hmm. Call it what you want. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. call, it, call it what you want whatever resonates with your soul but there is a connection with divine you know the connection with divine is a very powerful connection and it really assists us as we're moving through with this life it is said that prayer is how you speak to god and meditation is how you listen and i love that oh my god yeah, yeah. and so In my rituals, daily rituals, I meditate and I pray. Those are two very, very important things in my life. And I really feel very connected when I am in the zone, when I'm in the flow with my meditations and my prayers. Starting your mornings with gratitude. Perhaps you have a gratitude journal or I've been using the five-minute journal. You can get it on Amazon, and uh, it gives you a quote. It asks you, what are the three things you're grateful for each and every day? And then, what would make today great and an intention for your day? And just beginning your day with something like that or any form of practice that you can create a gratitude, and it will really assist you. It will transform you the whole day by spending just a few minutes with spirit each morning, it can completely create this holistic, whole, this beautiful 
magnificent energy of a sacred space throughout your whole day. It will change your day from night and day. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. And uh, some of the affirmations that we have. One that I liked, it was the first one listed here, is uh, divinity resides within. Some other ones is I am worthy of love from divine energy. The universe is kind and loving. I am an extension of the universe. I receive guidance from my angels, spirit guides, and benevolent energy. I am my spiritual truth. That's beautiful. And I'm going to add, there's one that I always add to my emails. The universe is blessed with your existence. Oh my gosh, I love that one. (laughs) The universe is blessed for your existence. So Brooke, when you have this connection with divinity, and I know you have that so much, because I see, you know, this connection informs your yoga teachings. This connection informs soulful growth and uh, the plant work you do and the crystal work you do. How do you feel like you have cultivated this connection with divine in your life? When I'm teaching a yoga class, we are big on setting an intention in the beginning of the practice. When I do that, I mean, the whole class, we're setting the intention, but I am picturing like a bright white light coming from like the sky into the crown of my head. And I'm making my intent. When I think of my intention, I send it, that same intent back up into the sky. It's all visualization, but Mm -hmm. I'm keeping this connection, this light of connection, um, almost like a cord, you could say, but not so much a cord. It's a light going up from my crown of my head to the sky. And what I usually ask is just for me to kind of be where like the universe or whatever, you know, the higher power can send me what I need to say. It's not me saying it. It's what I am feeling I'm supposed to be saying from that divinity. You are a conduit. Yes. That was really hard to think of that word. Yes. So another (laughs) prayer, I have a prayer too that goes, dear God, use me. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I need to write that down and save it. Yeah, and I think it's what you're talking about. Yeah. And you and I, many times we we say, you know, we are not as, again, um, this is a very big teachings of A Course in Miracles. You are not the water. You are the faucet. Yeah. We are the faucet. We hold space for that to come through us. And so that's beautiful that you do that, that connection with the divine. Use me. Yeah, many times I do that as well. Even sometimes when we are recording podcasts for Life on Earth, for you all listeners, you guys, many times I sit in meditation prior to the sessions and I ask, dear God, use me. And what is it that you like to, for it to come through for you guys, the listeners? How can this medium of this episode and this podcast serve all of those who come in contact with the sound with a podcast. So, and that really is a place and a space that's very important to me because that is why I want to be here on this planet. 
mission. So God can use you. Yeah. (laughs) My mission and purpose on this planet is quite big, and it is to, through teachings, because I am a teacher, to impact many beings with light, with love, for the purpose of soul evolution. I am here to assist people and other beings in awakening, in their process of awakening, removing the veils, Mm -hmm. so I can be a conduit of light code coming down through me from divine source, higher power, divine source. A lot of times I imagine the sun at the center of the universe is where I connect with a lot and I get a lot of light information. And it's this light code as it come down and through me that it is my intention while in this incarnation, while in this body, in this earth plane, in this life form as Natalie Kra, to be this source that this life force can come through, life force and light, and then from me can be transmitted in God's will and in God's own timing to uh, those who are around me to assist in the process of awakening, removing the veils, and for the purpose of soul evolution. Not only individual soul evolution of each and every one of you, of us and myself, but also planetary for the planet, for planet Earth. Grid work, removing unblocking energy doing lots of grid works grid work is when you anchor and you create light in different places on planet earth and so that's another thing that i'm definitely here for and i do that by bringing light into the places and the spaces that i visit and that i am you anchor that life force so your house can be a light it almost serves like an acupuncture point on planet earth for light source for light code so your house is part of the grid of the light grid of planet earth i'm saying this for everyone how do you do that you create beauty in your house with flowers crystals animals music high vibrational unclutter clear the space music amazing meals right so you create almost this uh temple this living temple, this uh, place that is a sacred space. You have your body temple, it's sacred, and you have your home, it's like super sacred as well. And then by doing that and clearing the energies of your house and yourself, then you anchor this light. And then every time you go to places, maybe you can serve as an acupuncture point as well, and you can continue to transmit that light throughout the globe. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. And then as we are doing these episodes and as you listeners are listening to this, and if this resonates with you and something clicks, then now you become a light as well. And so you become now an acupuncture point. And so do you see how the transmission flows? Because anytime you're listening to anybody's audio, you're immediately getting an energy healing. If they're light workers and they're in the zone, like I do, I mean, I, I meditated before I did this episode with you guys, and so, and Brooke is too. So if you're doing that with other beings too, whether it's music, in fact, that's like any creation, right? So any creation, like, 
Look how um, Mozart used to create music or Michelangelo with art. I mean, these are literally divine source. This type of creation comes from divine power, you know. So any creation that you come in contact with, but all the, everything that we see, like from movies, podcasts, music, when you're listening to someone speak on audio, you are connecting to their frequency. You're connecting to their energy and their frequency level. And so you then become part of that grid. And then you become an acupuncture point for this information, vibration with information, right? And so then you become a light as well. And then when you transmit this information, chakras, meditation, whatever it is that you're into, right? To other people in your community, your family, your friends, your lovers, animals, then you are spreading that light. And by doing that, that's how we create this ripple effect. Then we have this conscious evolution, planetary evolution that we, we, see, we are seeing this happen today, right? Which is all these light workers coming up. We're in an era of information with all the internet, the podcasting, the radio. You know, we get access to information very easily that has really assisted all of us light workers to come up and to come forth and to share this knowledge and not only the knowledge but that's what I'm trying to get at the frequency that we're tapping into the frequency that kind of frequency that's so clear so you know seven chakra sahasra so divine it's a frequency that you connect with and it's contagious, then you can transmit it, you can allow other people to participate in that frequency. So there's many different levels of human existence in this earth plane. Some are very, very dense. That's where some really intense things happen, such as murder and, you know, betrayal and lies. And that's very dense, very low frequencies, low energies, right? And then you can begin to come up in the planes of existence. And on, when you go into these higher, higher, higher planes, it becomes more subtle, more light. And that frequency is truly divine. This is where you get source information. And you can really transcend. And when you have access to this kind of frequency... It is your duty to share this with others. You know, you can't just contain this for yourself. I mean, we, we are in a time in our evolution in planet Earth that we need you to transcend. Like, we need you to share all the love that you know, all the light that you know, all this information. When you connect with spirit that is divine, that's just pure fantastic. Do us all a favor and share that love, share that light. The more you do that, the brighter and brighter the planet will become. And that's just literally why I'm here, why I do what I do. I see this, right? And I want to see more and more and more and more. I believe in soul evolution. I believe in planetary evolution. I believe in human beings. I believe in all of us. And I know that together we can make the world a better place. I have no doubt. 
And not only I have no doubt, I will devote my life to it as I have been and I will continue to do so. That is my purpose. So I give you some affirmations here. Divinity resides within. I am open to new ideas. Information I need comes to me. The world is my teacher. I am guided by higher power. I am guided by inner wisdom. You are divine light. Thank you for listening to Life on Earth podcast, Brooke. It has been an immense pleasure to share this journey with you. Yeah, same. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I enjoyed every second. I feel like I have grown so much since we first started doing this together. I hope that all of you listening, that this serves you in any capacity. Maybe you listen to something, it doesn't resonate with you. And, you know, maybe it does. Use what you love. Leave what doesn't resonate with you at the moment. Sometimes when you go back to a a body of information a year later, two years or five, you hear it differently. Sometimes I have to listen to the same thing many different ways or different times in my life you know I will even a book read it twice you'll get something different so but what I'm also saying Brooke is that I I feel like I have learned so much from you and with you in all of these episodes just by you sharing your energy sometimes it's not even what you say but how you say the frequency and that's coming in my energy field and I really feel that every episode of the chakras that we have done together, I have really kind of uplifted my, it was like an upgrade, <laughs> an yeah, energetic upgrade. It's nice. It's refreshing <laughs> to like talk to someone else and get, you know, the other person's insights. Cause I feel like, especially you and I, we kind of feed off of each other, you know, like, well, yeah. you, know, you can say one thing and then I can feed off of it and, and vice versa, you know? So it was really nice to do this. I enjoyed all of it. I really did. Yeah. So thank you all for holding space for us. Thank you all for being in this journey. As usual, if you have any questions, um, you can email Natalie at lifeonearthpodcast.com. I will include on show notes all of Brooke's information, and you can also reach out to her. And keep your eye open because Brooke is developing an online chakra course that is really exciting Brooke and I'm excited for when you when you uh, get that going we'll definitely let everyone know as well yeah so thank you guys namaste thank you (laughs) thanks for listening guys I hope you enjoyed the show check out my chakra online course on lifeonearth.com I hope you join the course and I hope that we continue this conversation online on the platforms and I hope you're having an amazing day wherever you are. Appreciate your support, rate, subscribe, and share the content of the show and all of your favorite episodes with people you love. Continue to be you, continue to raise the vibration of our beautiful planet and let's see what is yet to come. I'm looking forward for the next episodes of Life on Earth. And looking forward to continuing this journey with you. Magical, divine, inspirational, high vibrational, authentic. The good and the bad. We take it all and we make it work. Thanks, guys.